tradition, Pan Am flight attendants would be called stewards. Soon after, when ladies were added to the team, the nautical term stewardess was also adopted. The nation's flag carrier, everything at Pan Am had its own unique moniker. Our airplanes were referred to by air traffic controllers worldwide as clippers, like Clipper 003 or Clipper 440, and not simply by the airline's name and flight number, as with most other carriers. Each Pan Am airplane had its own unique name, such as Clipper Sovereign of the Seas, Clipper Beacon Light, or Clipper San Diego. Second in command were called first officers as on board a ship, and our pilots and early stewards wore white-topped hats, like in the Navy, whereas all other airlines wore and wear Air Force blue or dark-colored uniform hats. This tradition, to be unique in a maritime way, held true down to those of us flying on the line. Everything we said and did was just a little different than it was at other airlines. While most airlines would call their backup flight attendants reserve crew, at Pan Am, if you were on reserve, you were flying in the pool. While flying in the pool, one could be sent anywhere in Pan Am's global system, and you might be gone for days, even weeks at a time. Due to the uncertainties of flying in the pool, many missed anniversaries and birthdays. Relationships and marriages fell apart, and some even missed their own weddings. Unexpected romances and horrible tragedies would happen as a result of flying in the pool. Looking back at my logbooks, photos, and company records, it seems for me the best trips I ever had and the worst flights I ever had happened while flying in Pan Am's pool. During the 10 years I flew for Pan Am as in-flight purser and steward, I logged 4.5 million miles made 1,366 takeoffs and landings to 76 destinations worldwide. I was based out of four Pan Am bases, Miami, Honolulu, JFK at New York, and Los Angeles twice. End of chapter one. Flying in the Pool, chapter two. How did you get this job? This book is dedicated to Pan Am stewardess Jocelyn Reyna and to my mom and dad who raised my sisters and me out of suitcases as we traveled the world flying in Pan American World Airways clippers. It seems I had Pan Am blue coursing through my veins from the day I was born, as in the early 1950s I would take my first flight on a Pan Am clipper wearing diapers. The son of world class adventurers, my father's post-World War II education and foreign business management guaranteed I would be raised in far-off overseas locales. Marry me and I will show you the world, were Dad's words of woo that convinced my mother he was the man for her. Often reminded we were just waiting for you to be born, at six weeks of age my mother and I were winging our way south from North Dakota, my birthplace, to Sao Paulo, Brazil, our beloved new home for the first decade of my life. Flying in a Pan American Airways Stratocruiser, the two-day daylight-only flight had my mom caring for me on the main deck while dad relaxed in the cocktail lounge on the lower deck of this two-story airliner. 
29 years later, I would be flying for Pan Am, working in a two-story 747, based out of Miami and flying the exact same route. Many of the senior Miami pursers I worked alongside assured me they would have been the one that held me in their arms back on my first flight while my mom took the occasional break. At impressionable adolescent ages, my sisters and I found ourselves ascending the inner stairs of the Great Pyramid at Giza, exploring the Colosseum at Rome, and Dad, the consummate entertainer, making us all dance a Greek jig at the foot of the Acropolis in Athens. We even found ourselves under fire at Vien Hoa Air Base in the center of Vietnam as another of our around-the-world trips made its way from our 1960s home in Australia through Hong Kong, Thailand, and other points in the Far East. By the time I was 15, I had logged over half a million miles as a passenger.